Hey everybody, producer Dave here. This week's member shows are all freebies at patreon.com slash echoplex. So head on over there, check out the member show, and if you feel like you get some value from it, go ahead and sign up at the $5 level and you can always get the member shows. Thanks. Tonight, it's you, it's, whoops, I already fucked that up. It's you, it's me, it's Echoplex Media, and it's our special guest. We've got, I guess, would you call yourself, are we a one-man band, or? Yeah, currently. I like that. So, Carol Blaze. Not by choice, the band necessity. (laughs) I get that, I definitely get that. Uh, Do you want me to call you AT, or do you? Uh, AT's good. AT, all right, cool. So AT is the man 
behind the band Carol Blaze. Uh, and from what I know, uh, you're from the San Francisco Bay Area. No, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh. But uh, you're currently out that way? Cur no, I currently live in the Bay. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> Since uh, 2019. Great. Well, um, yeah, so I, I got the opportunity to check out some of your music. I was checking out your uh, website. Got your a lot of your catalog up there. Uh, when I was tagging us on Instagram today, I saw that we could uh, find your music on the music tab of Instagram. That was that's always cool. I love when that happens. I didn't. I'm not sure. I I don't know if I did that on purpose. Oh, I'm not much of a social media person. Oh, well, it's all good. <laughs> so it's there. That's it's, good that it's working. Yeah, it's good to know it's working, right? So go ahead and tell us about yourself and about the band. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Um, just been in bands my whole life. Um, came out here in 2019 at about the absolute worst possible time you could make a life change. I mean, except for the fact that San Francisco rent was probably a little bit cheaper just by a, hair. a Pittsburgh rent. I mean, <laughs> Pittsburgh rent was way cheaper. Oh, um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. And I mean, coming out here in 2019 was just, uh, pretty bad, um, artistically. So, um, I was, I was pretty excited to get out here and sort of start feeling my way around and trying to, you know, find a tribe. Um, but the plague put, put that down really quick. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, I, I, you know, I've been in bands my whole life. Um, lots of cool stuff in the past when I was in Pittsburgh and then, uh, this was always kind of my solo project. Um, and I've been doing this for a long time, probably since 2000, um, play everywhere I can. If I, you know, I book my own trips to Europe and play shows there, book my own trips to Tokyo, play there, That's awesome. um, play, you know, everywhere that I can get to in the United States. And, um, so I've been trying to do the same thing out here. Definitely. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, how would you how would you describe your sound? I don't know. That's, that's up to critics to die. Yeah. It, it's rock. Yeah. That's about all I can, I can, the only thing I can place it in is electric guitar rock, but I know that covers an awful lot of genres. Awesome. But it, well, it's more about, um, adjectives maybe than, than genres, you know? You take Dreamy your... and psychedelic and sci-fi and spooky and. Where can everybody uh, find you if they wanted to give the band a follow? All the usual places, I think. <laughs> um, Instagram and uh, Facebook, uh, Bandcamp, you can buy. Um, uh, I'll, I prefer that people go to Bandcamp and buy Most albums. Most bands do, really, that we talk to. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, It's I'd say it's like one of the more artist-focused platforms. Yeah. For sure. Like they, they give back to the artist a lot more than say putting it on even like spotify or anything like that yeah and for for people my age it, it kind of makes sense to me more old school like you actually have a cd people buy it yeah um you know i've been laughed at like handing out cds you know like i always have a bag of cds with me when i go out and it, it got to the point where i had to ask people do you even have a cd player to listen to this and some of them would be like no and i'd you know, and then I'd have to like give them a link or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's weird. Cars don't even have that anymore. Well, for you listening at home and you listening on the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and play one of the songs that we got here. This song is called The Ghost Will Never Leave. And when we get back, we're going to hear all about it. Stay tuned. Share the stream. It's local love on ecoplexmedia.com.
That song was This Ghost Will Never Leave by our... Oh, I gotta turn off the auto DJ. Jesus Christ. That's my bad. I forgot to hit the button. I can have a soundtrack in the back. Yeah, we'll just do that. We got a soundtrack in the back while we're interviewing because we're professionals. Um, (laughs) Holy crap. Anyways, so that song that we just heard before I was so rudely cut off by myself was uh the this ghost this ghost will never leave oh uh, now i kind of i dig the sound it's very reminiscent of a uh, i don't know it, it, you, what would you say your influences are because i because i can definitely hear like a couple things but i'd rather hear it straight from you um everything from beethoven to peter gabriel to sisters of mercy um that's that's why it's kind of hard to stick it in a genre because i listen to so many different genres mm-hmm. um including film music which is a whole nother uh lifestyle of mine is producing um scores and mm-hmm. well not scores but um cues for advertising and reality tv and things like that that's awesome um so yeah i mean i i guess when i'm making these songs it's um I'm, it just comes out the way it comes out. I don't like sit down and really say, oh, I want to try to make something that sounds like this. It just kind of happens. That's how it goes. That's cool. Well, uh, so, so everybody can find the music. You've got pretty much almost your full catalog on your website, right? Carolblaze.com. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything's on Bandcamp, um, including like, you know, enough material that's not released on officially released on like albums through like TuneCore or something. You know, there's probably three or four CDs of other material that I can put out that's up there on different playlists. Uh, but all the all the CDs that are for sale and actually released uh, via TuneCore are up there. Definitely. And it, actually, some old ones that I took down off of TuneCore um, are that's the only place you can get them. I guess uh, one question that I definitely have is where does the name for the band come from? Um, uh, so I, I, I wanted to write a fictional character mm-hmm. and um, I sort of had this idea back when I was mostly a drummer. Um, I, I wanted to write sort of this multimedia thing that was about a female fictional character and uh, you know, there'd be projections and then I'd be on the side of the stage, like putting live soundtrack to the story that was going on. Um, and I needed a name for the character and, uh, I, I saw a tube of lipstick in my, in, uh, my bathroom called Coral Blaze. And I just coral blaze was a cool name so i changed it to carol blaze i like that that was it and then uh so you said you've been you've been producing music since like the early 2000s would uh is it always been under this this band's title or is this more of a newer project to come to date um no i mean like i'm primarily a drummer that's my first instrument um so you know i got out of college and moved back home to pittsburgh and um my first band was with um uh, I got hooked up with my first band called Thickhead Grin in Pittsburgh through 
who was the bass player at the time, but her and I played at WVU together. Um, so, you know, I, I started in that band. That band went on for maybe six years or so to play with a lot of really cool people in Pittsburgh and um, national people. And that was in the early 90s. I was like 92 to 98. Cool. Um, and then after that, um, I got in a band called Low Sunday, which was the first, I call it professional band because it was signed to a, a record label. It was signed to Project Records, which is one of the oldest, most esteemed, uh, ethereal goth labels in the country. Cool. Um, it, it, it's run by a guy, um, uh, Sam Rosenthal, his band, uh, Black Tape for a Blue Girl. One of the bands on there, Clan of Zymox was on there. Um, some Robert Fripp stuff with another guitar player, Framen, um, Framen and Fripp. Um, uh, they have some other bands, Mira, um, Voltaire. So just a really cool label. So that was a big deal. That's cool. Um, did you get to do like a lot of networking when you were? Yeah, I mean, at the time when we signed with them, um, he, he was in New York City, so uh, you know we were playing CBGBs and Virgin Record mega stores, and um, uh, um, he had enough connections that we could, you know, drive up and down the East Coast as far as we can get in uh, three days and in in our shitty van. Hey, that's um, tour life, baby. Yeah, so that was cool. <laughs> um, the next big thing was uh, doing musicals with Anthony Rapp um from rent from in all kinds of other movies cool. dazed and confused and yeah i saw i had seen that you were a part of uh the hedwig and the angry inch uh the musicians cast or yeah yeah that, they, i guess part of the orchestra or what do you really call that if you're part of the music that's part of a big production like that well hedwig and the angry inch is is a musical about uh, a rock band so mm-hmm. I, I was the drummer in the oh, rock band awesome um and then um and then a few years after that show, he put out a book um, called Without You that was about his life uh, revolving around the musical Rent. Um, and uh, so I also played the drums in the stage band for that show. Too. That's pretty awesome. How long did you do that for? Uh, what Hedwig, Hedwig and the Angry Inch ran for, like sold out for like, I don't know, four months in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. every night. It was crazy. And then we went to um, Hartford, Connecticut and we were up there for a few weeks and then he had to go off and make some movie, I think. So that stopped it. And then for the without you show, I think it was just like maybe a month or two run. That's cool. Would you say that that, uh, was that part of, I mean, how long were you uh, writing music though, like individually outside of doing the Well, the yeah, when all that stuff was going on, I was doing this. Okay. Um, it, you know, it, it's certain it, that stage, some of those stages, it was a lot, um, a lot more, uh, not a whole lot of self-confidence about it. Mm-hmm. I can barely play, I, I can barely play the guitar now. You should have, mm-hmm. you know, heard me back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so but I, I was doing this the whole time, just making like dreamy little soundscapes that actually low Sunday, you know, we would use like for little intros and in between songs and things like that. That's cool. Um that that actually led to 
um, being a, an artist with Jingle Punks, which is like a huge placement company. Um, so I have like like a hundred cues on cable TV, That's you know, cool. that are just like soundscapes and things like that. That's awesome. So you produce you produce the soundscape. Uh, somebody will use it, say, like a commercial or yeah. That's yeah. That's a hell of a job. <laughs> uh, well, it could be if you made some money. Yeah. <laughs> Which music is mm. not always the most lucrative. Yeah, as as any band that we've interviewed will tell. Well, you. <laughs> don't get me started. You know, when you your your music, thirty seconds of your music is being used on Pawn Stars. Um, depending on your deal, I won't go into details, but. I, I'm I'm getting nothing for yeah. that almost, you know. It's like pennies. The irony is that on Pawn Stars, they always are they giving you the lowest bid possible too. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's I don't know. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and play this other song that you sent to us. This is Good Night. Uh, you want to give it kind of an introduction? Um, it's the last song I play of my set. Oh, ironically called Good Night. Well, not just a clever name. This is Good Night by our in-studio guest, Carol Blaze. If you got questions, go ahead and shoot them on over to the chat. If you're listening live, if you're listening to the podcast, share the stream. We'll be right back.
song was Good Night by our in-studio guest, A.T. of Carol Blaze. And uh, if you are just tuning in, that is usually the closer for when you do a live show. It will be the closer tonight, unfortunately. Oh, awesome. oh no worries. So I actually wanted to get into your production process because uh, after doing a little research, I realized, so you do the drumming and the backtracks, uh, and, then, and then you go over what you've already recorded on your own uh, with the guitar and the vocals. So uh, how did that all come about? Uh, I'm good. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wanted to make my own music and um, I had ideas about what I wanted it to be like. And um, it, it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, you know, I I could play the drums, I play the drums, I play the guitar, I play the bass, I can sing okay, and um, I can punch a keyboard when I have to, and so, I mean, that's just the way it happened. Um, it's, I much prefer a live band. I would much rather be doing this, especially performing mm -hmm. with a live band, um, but that just hasn't happened 
for lots of reasons, but mm -hmm. uh, um, so I just do it this way. Was there a point at all, like like prior to the pandemic or anything like that, that you were working with multiple musicians, or has it always kind of been a I've, a solo thing? Yeah, I've I've played with other people as backing bands, like at in Pittsburgh. Okay, um, haven't done it here. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. We can get into that discussion or not, but um, uh, I just haven't found people who are interested in doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's a little tough out here in the Bay, definitely. Uh, as any band that I've interviewed over the past six years will say, uh, it's 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 a lot rougher than you think. We got a whole lot of talented people out here, but the the network is is a little uh, rough. Yeah. It's a little rough. Yeah, I I, and I, I didn't want to bash anything out here. Um, I was I was really excited to come out here. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was really <laughs> excited to come out here. Um, you know, it, it it's 40 million people. Mm -hmm. um, I find it hard to understand how in a, with a population that big, nobody goes to see live music. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's always, it's always a little bit of a, yeah. So it, it create <laughs> it to me, like just as an outsider looking in, it, it creates this, desperate scene and i mean desperate on the parts of the clubs where mm -hmm. it's like well they have to pay 50 trillion dollars for their rent or whatever so that changes their whole um it's no longer about nurturing a music scene and creating a vibe and creating a tribe yeah it's about oh how many people are you going to bring to the club tonight yeah. well i'm not going to bring anybody douchebag because i just told you i'm from pittsburgh <laughs> you know so i'm just looking for i'm ways. out here to try and find new yeah new followers you know yeah. i'm looking for somebody like you to give me a chance and help me out and become part of the scene mm -hmm. and don't ask me to to sell tickets for you because that's not my job well uh no i definitely i definitely get that as like working as a dj in the bay area sometimes people ask me that same thing well, what are you gonna do? It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna come and play for five hours straight. Like, I, like yeah, you know, I'm gonna bring who I can, but you know, you're you're the club, not me. So. Yeah, and and you're you're a DJ. <laughs> yeah, doing that? and it's and, and you're probably getting paid, right? Some sometimes better yeah. than others, but I won't be getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I don't know, definitely. Well, and then also after the pandemic, especially, I'd say a lot of uh, venues too had to had to you know shut down or close up yeah, shop that was horrible The ones that are still standing they're they're leaning into a lot more of i guess yeah what whatever they can make the most money off of is usually whatever they're going to lean into yeah uh and we've gotten into it on this show a whole bunch of times but i mean i'd say that the bay area unfortunately the the focus for the people that are in the demographic that you'd want to you know have follow you yeah uh most of them are just super tech people yeah. don't really put a whole lot of effort now into into arts and into nightlife and yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of different reasons um and you know the in pittsburgh where i'm from um it was much more concentrated you know it's you could walk across the city in 20 minutes yeah um and but but the clubs that were there were like these world famous clubs where it didn't every single night of the week 
there was live music in them. Yeah. And it didn't matter who was playing. Nobody gave a shit who was there that night. There, they would just go to these clubs to see live music. Yeah. You knew that you were going to see three really cool bands. And um, it was more about a scene and being seen in being part of that tribe. Um, and there was just so much less pressure about, oh, is anybody going to show up? Like, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> it's just like it was just so different out here well i definitely i definitely feel your pain there uh as far as the production process goes uh kind of walk us through that i i saw while you were setting up you got your vocal processor you've got all your different effects for uh your guitar and then as far as the other backtracks and stuff that we're going to hear tonight uh how, how does that whole process go down um well, so I had a recording studio in Pittsburgh for 20 years, mm -hmm. um, and obviously I lost that thousand square foot space for $300 a month Holy for shit. 20 years. Jesus Christ. Um, so <laughs> he just made producer Dave okay choke. over there, man? <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. I do have to drive home, so <laughs> I mean the, the smoke in here. Never mind. Um, uh, so yeah, so I had a, a recording studio, um, for a really long time and then came out here and then had to stuff all that into, you know, a suitable basement mm -hmm. where I wasn't going to be bothered by people. Um, so anyways, the, the production stuff, like when, when I perform, I'm just, um, you know, I'm, I'm playing the guitar live and singing live. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm usually playing through two amps that i decided not to torture you guys with for this show <laughs> yeah yeah especially now at this age but um uh so right now it's just um you know the pedal board which the basically right now the the show is what i use when i go play like in europe or something cool it's um it's just the the pedal board and my guitar basically uh I and then it's just amp simulators right now for tonight for sure. That's when uh, when you're booking these out of country shows, how how does that usually come about? Is it just networking with people online, or yeah. how, how do you how do you make those happen? Uh, that it's just totally it. I mean, um, it's it's uh, places that where music is still like you know um, a thing, and people still like to go see live bands, and so you know I I, I would decide oh okay and in in a month or two i'm gonna go on vacation and i would start i'd pick like a few cities i was interested in and i would just start mass emailing booking you know uh emailing clubs saying hey i'm 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 possibly gonna be in town for you know this date range can i just stop by and play a show and whoever starts responding the most is usually where i end up buying a plane ticket to that's and cool. I mean, I, I, I booked like, uh, I don't, I was in Tokyo for like three weeks. Nice. Um, because I got so many shows, um, people responded to play shows there. That's cool. Um, in Europe, it was always, um, pretty, pretty easy to get shows because people are like, yeah, sure. You're like, you know, stop by. How about this night? You know, do you look up like venues that are going to be, 
you know, where can I play a rock show in Tokyo or how, oh, yeah. how yeah. do you, how do you kind of do that whole process? Yeah. I do all that research and, you know, pick the places that look like it's, you know, going to make sense. That's cool. Um, but it, I, I gotta tell you that I, 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 I always say I could probably right now call up, not call up, um, Facebook, all my Tokyo friends mm-hmm. and have more shows in a week than I could book right now in San Francisco. I can't book a show and I can't book shows here. It's very difficult to book shows for me. Yeah. It's definitely a tough one to break into uh, <laughs> for, for lots of, lots of different artists. Um, but uh, I don't know. Don't lose the faith just yet, man. <laughs> oh, I won't. So I'm going to go ahead. Are you, are you about ready to do your in-studio performance tonight? Uh, I guess do, do I have a choice <laughs> you have no fucking choice you are you <laughs> I mean yeah if you want you can run but you are our captive audience for our captive audience for uh, the the foreseeable future yep what I'm gonna go ahead and do uh, just recently our buddy James Perry uh, he got to he was at the vampires 100th birthday celebration down in Hollywood and this is Vampira, the Ballad of Myla. It's by Ashes Fallen. You're hearing it here, local love. And when we get back, we've got our live in studio performance by Carol Blaze.
Hey, hey.
hear this too.
I think that allowing for the book being, after all, a parody, something like 1984 could actually happen. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph, and self-placement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on the enemy is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face.
few more, I think.
That was our in-studio performance by Carol Blaze. Stay tuned. We've got more questions. Playing in, in Hayward on January 6th at the Bistro. With, Fuck yeah, that's a great spot. With the, with the uh, slow poisoner who's fucking awesome. So see you there. All right, I'm going to go ahead and play Rock Stars Don't Apologize by Cat Robo Show and the Darling Misfits. Stay tuned. we got a few more questions. Or just statements. And statements, and I mean, I'm I'm here, and Hello. shameless self promotion from uh from our in studio guest. Uh, so stay tuned. This is local love, EchoplexMedia.com. Then again, what was I thinking? Willing to be miserable for love? How pathetic can you get? Another rube? Come on, it's all been done before, and I'm not naive anymore. Damn right, I'm jaded. All these rooms are future ruins, waiting for the call to beam me up. My coffin rolls around me, masochism is a dying art. But I will play for my failing heart. I will sing until I die. Rock stars don't apologize. But her knees will never bend forever stiff Forced to please the masses Frozen falling over at the slightest nudge Surging in the blue abandoned Raging in the luminescent Pull my lungs will be my cannons Firing against the undertow This is mine, I want you to know I will sing until I
Did you know Echoplex has a 24-hour stream? That's right. Check out our 24-7 music stream at echoplexmedia.com live or at eplex.xyz. Our huge self-submitted local music library plays the best tunes the Bay Area has to offer, ad and commercial free, well, except for ours, and even by request. Check out the player on echoplexmedia.com or at eplex.xyz. Bookmark it and enjoy it all day. Echoplex is very supportive of our local music scene, and we hope you enjoy the soundtrack they've so graciously sent in for us to play on our network. If you like who you hear, please go check them out. The names of the artists are displayed on the player at echoplexmedia.com and at eplex.xyz.